The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a new and exciting episode of the Vile Files Ask Nick edition. I'm your host, Nick, joined by Allie and Amanda. Ladies, how you doing? I'm really good. Fabulous. Fabulous. How was the wedding? Wedding was fabulous. It was a magnificent event. They are now back from their honeymoon. A lot has happened in the last couple of weeks. Great. I uh, look forward to the uh, update tomorrow on some juicy details of the wedding on the recap oh, on the recap. episode. Absolutely. Yeah, I, sure. you know, as someone who has always been interested in event planning, what an event. Truly. What's new with you? I, I am happy because I started a shared note with my boyfriend that has a calendar of like all of this, the like shared commitments we have going forward. And I know people don't think I'm type A because I, because I'm weird. I sorry, I actually find it really annoying when people are like I'm so weird. But I know people don't think I'm type A because I'm a little loose. But this, I feel so pleased with this update, and like it's just really nice having stuff cemented and feeling like there's like a an us of it all. Wait, so what is on the note? What okay. like what's an example of something on the note? Yeah, what's um? So we're going for for Yom Kippur. We went to my cousin Haley's house. So like stuff like that. He went for that or we have a wedding coming up. There's also so it's like organized by month. And then there's also oh, like so it's more of like an event schedule. Yes. In that way. Oh, yes. Okay. It's like a share. It's kind of like a, it's like a calendar, but less high tech. I see. I see. With your boyfriend? Yeah. You don't care. You could not. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm fascinated. <laughs> what do you in what way? A, a shared calendar. Yeah. Who, 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 uh, who's that? Who's that? Is this your idea? Well, he was like, he was like, because there was kind of a period of time where like all of the events were kind of like swirling up in the air and there were like a bunch of different things. And so he was like, he was like, oh, we should like, he was like, we should like make a list of something of all this stuff we have coming up. And I was like, Interesting. I, I wonder how many people dating have a shared calendar. That's a big step. I well, feel no, like it's, it's less of a step than an actual shared calendar. It's just making sure they don't like plan two things for a weekend. When Amanda first said we have a note of our commitments, I thought it was like, I vow to take out the trash every Thursday. Who, like who, that's where I thought it was going. But this actually makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot of sense. But like who who's responsible for managing this? I could think it's the greatest idea. I could say it's amazing. But like I am not capable of managing a calendar. For all the money in the world, I truly don't know if I could like successfully keep up a calendar. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to write a little note at the bottom that says, does my boyfriend even read this and see if if he was... Yes. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say, does Nick, because confusing. What a bummer for you. I know. um, For the wedding I was in for my cousin, we made like a fun little... Is this the first time you said his name on the podcast? Maybe. 
Spoiler yeah, alert. <laughs> well, I'm used to saying I've I've started calling you my boss a lot more because right. it's weird. It's more annoying saying my boyfriend than my boss. But for the bridesmaid bridal party I was in, they made like a TikTok where it was like bridesmaids and their problems, and mine was dating someone with the same name as her boss. Okay, well, yeah. so terrible. Would you rather date someone who had the same name as your boss or, or your like brother? The same name as your parent? Oh, definitely boss. I don't know. I guess it all depends on how you feel about your sibling versus your boss. Yeah, that's more of a depends question. Because relationships with your boss and siblings can be complicated. And if they are complicated, then it's like, you know, super weird. I'm really curious how many people well, do this like... or have attempted to do this. And I'd love some feedback <laughs> if Amanda's in for a world of pain. Uh, I bet there's some horror stories on shared calendars. I Okay, I hear that. But the thing that the reason I don't think I'm in. Also relationship like savers as well. Just right. Well, like my boyfriend's really good about timing stuff. Like he is like he is on time, like early, which is the opposite of me. And so I think because he's so good about commitments in like that small scale way, I presume like on a larger scale way, hopefully. Okay. I think part of the key is like keeping it with like only the important shit. I like, truly want updates about this. Okay. I'm, I'm I couldn't be the opposite from not caring. I really am curious. I, it's I such put, a step. It's such a step in a relationship. At the bottom, I put, does my boyfriend even read this? Two question marks. So we'll see. We'll have our answer. I do that. I think that's so smart. Like, you know, when teachers in college would like tell you to read the syllabus before the first class and then they're like in the de in the depths of the syllabus somewhere teeny tiny. There's it's like, like an automatic A option. Or it's like, to, like if you were actually reading this, send me an email with your favorite character from Lion King and I will do that. Is there any bonus points? Like, and if you do, you get like. It, no, it's more like you're penalized if you're not. So it's like you're starting off on the wrong foot. Oh, I hate that teacher. I don't read syllabuses. I'm sorry. I don't read. By the way, buy my book. There is an audiobook available with me narrating it. But yes, uh, please, if you haven't already, try, uh, try it. Don't text your ex happy birthday. I've been really happy with all the feedback. If you haven't yet, please try it. Available now for audiobook and, you know, and this cute little dialogue. What if we read a tiny little excerpt? Go ahead. So this is obviously in reference to the title. This isn't exclusive to birthdays. The same goes for holidays. You're their ex. You're no longer a part of their life. If you want to put a positive spin on it, the fact that this relationship was meaningful to you is why you shouldn't reach out. They were not a casual friend. They were not a coworker. They were someone you cared for deeply. So when you reach out to a, on a significant day, when feelings are still unsettled, you are treating that relationship like it was never more than a casual one. Give that relationship the respect it deserves and simply let it go because it was too special to be turned into something casual with the click of a send button. The relationship being over doesn't mean it wasn't special or that it won't have a place in your heart. It just means it's over and you need time to heal. What a great book. I forgot how awesome it was. <laughs> He's clutching his pearls. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Truly, give it a shot. I would appreciate it if you do. Uh, Vilefiles.com for all your ordering options. Don't know where commas go? Well, I don't either. And if you get Grammarly, maybe you can write a book too because like I don't fucking know where commas go and my grammar is atrocious and I wrote a book. Truly, Grammarly is a, a game changer uh, for people like me who don't ha A, have the time to thoroughly proofread everything and no matter what, if they proofread it 10 times, they'll always miss a few mistakes. Uh, Grammarly is helping those people save a ton of time. Grammarly is all-in-one writing tool, makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you 
You can be confident and efficient writing your emails, reports, and presentations. Finish your work quickly and confidently with Grammarly. It can be easy to make mistakes on important emails and documents when you're busy. Don't I know it like every day. Free versions of Grammarly offers comprehensive spelling, grammar, and punctuation suggestions. Instantly proofreading and providing suggestions so your writing always comes across as professional and mistake-free. Grammarly's premium clarity focus sentence rewrites keep your writing clearer and to the point so you get through work emails quicker and, and back to the important projects. And let me tell you, uh, really consider the premium because it's amazing what they do. Uh, also, get an instant take on how your message comes across. Grammarly's free tone detector, and this is a game changer because when you write something, I mean, like truly, they might not be reading it in the tone that you sent it. Oh, and always be mindful of that. And Grammarly really helps you do that. Don't piss anyone off by like forgetting that uh, you might not mean it in the way that they receive it. And use Grammarly to help you get by. Get more time in your day with confidence in your work with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash V-I-A-L-L to sign up for your free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium, get 20% off for being my listener. That's 20% off at G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash V-I-A-L-L. If you uh, need help texting uh, some friends and it's a Monday morning, uh, send in those emails at asknickacasby.com, cast with a K. For your questions, we'll help you shoot your shot or uh, solve that uh, fight with a friend. Also, for all your Ask Nick uh, submissions for your Ask Nick, your long-form questions, we're here for you. Send them in. Let's get to our callers. What's your time with Nick? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Good. I am Hannah, and I'm 22. How can I help, Hannah? So in the email, I kind of mentioned I have feelings for one of my brother's best friends, Ooh, which fun. I'm sure yeah. very kind of sticky situation. Uh, um, is your brother older or younger? He's older. So he's 25. Why are you, you looking at me like I'm crazy? No, I just I like your follow-up <laughs> questions. Continue, continue. I, I, <laughs> those are important questions. He's eight. Like. <laughs> he could be 19. I know. Go. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no, he's so older. Or how old is he? He's 25. And I'm assuming the sky is the same age? Yeah. And do you just have like a crush from afar or do you have a valid reasons for this crush? So it kind of started about, I'd say like a year ago. We were all at like a wedding all together. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of like... I'd never been like the type of person to like put myself out there to his friends at all in that way. Very platonic always. Um, but you know, a couple drinks in and I'm like, you know what, what's the harm? So I kind of just was like flirting with him a little bit and I think he was a little taken aback by it. Um, but he definitely was like, like giving it back for sure. Um, but the thing is he was moving to Minnesota a week after that it all happened. And so nothing really ever happened or came of that so did you guys um, kiss or anything or just flirting? no you just... no and i think he was very stressed i think about the whole sure. me being my like the younger sister kind of thing um and they have had like a history with him like dating one of my brother's exes kind of thing so it's already a little bit so this friend already dated one of your brother's exes given my brother's only had one ex so you know in like high school so that, that doesn't make it better <laughs> Okay, but yeah, they were. This was this happened in high school. No, this was. Oh yeah, so my brother dated the girl in high school, but then they met in college, and he didn't know my brother when he was dating that girl. Okay, so it's so, more of a coincidence than a. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So he, um, he goes so, to Minnesota. 
goes to Minnesota. We like just follow each other on Instagram. That's it. Like nothing, no contact, anything. Um, I will say he's always kind of like was in the back of my mind a little bit. And then at the end of June, there was another wedding. So one of another mutual friends down in SoCal and we were all there and all of my friends, all of my brother's friends were all there for the whole week. The first night we ended up running into all of them at a bar and we're all hanging out and um, him and one of our other friends, his other friends. So one of my brother's other friends end up walking us back and hanging out with us for the rest of the night. Um, very, very flirty. Um, at this point too, he had also gotten a girlfriend in Minnesota. So, so at this point he has a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. And so I was kind of intrigued to see like what that dynamic would be like in a way. And he was still very, like, very flirty still. Okay. So I was kind of describe very flirty to me. Like lots of hugging, just like different things with that. Um, I'd say, like, do you know the whole like, oh, he's a 10, but he's this kind of thing? Like, very, like a lot of that stuff, but saying like, oh, she's a nine, but she's like my best friend's younger sister, things like that. Okay. And then flirty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't not like anything crazy, but he almost like he was wanting to like me to flirt with him in a way. Like he was like setting it up for that. Like little things where he, like my response he knew would kind of be flirty. Oh. I don't know if that makes sense. Does he still um, have a girlfriend? No. Okay. So that had all happened. And then one of the other nights they ended up just um, so he's Jack and then his other friend, Will ended up just coming out with me and my friends. My brother wasn't there hanging out with us all night. Um, super, like just a great time. Like we honestly all just like very comfortable situation, like just a great night. And then the wedding happened and it was just me and my other one other friend, Lily. And, um, it was just us four hanging out like the entire wedding and pretty much the entire time, which I found, kind of odd considering they were all like all of their friends were there and it's, I don't know. And then they ended up driving us back to the Airbnb they were staying at. And even at the wedding, his friend was saying like, Oh, he's not happy in the relationship that he's in all this stuff. I mean, he's That's not like in the thing. relationship anymore. Did you guys yeah. have you kissed him anything with him? I was very like, I was trying to be very careful about not crossing any sort of. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago was this wedding? This was the end of June. Okay. It's only like a month ish ago, two months. Where are we now? So we had texted. So the night that I got back, he had, um, we stayed up till like two in the morning texting. A lot of things felt like just like similar interests, like saying how much we have in common um he even had said like we listen to very similar music he said he was like gonna make me a playlist and i would make one for him oh, how cute. not no <laughs> and that ended up never happening which honestly probably for the best because at this point he was still in the relationship um and then i was on vacation recently and he had responded to a couple of my posts just like being very complimentary um and then he, we were texting and he said something like very flirty and something you definitely would not say with having a girlfriend and then like quickly after he put like in parentheses like me and my girlfriend broke up so like don't worry i'm allowed to like say that stuff now i was just like okay so he acknowledged well so then he's literally telling you i'm flirting with you 100 percent. and i mean that was definitely like 
So what does your brother hard. know? Like, what's your big... What's, Nothing. What's the dilemma? Your brother doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything. That's the dilemma. And, well, that and he still lives in Minnesota. So it's almost like, what's the point in a way? Like, what am I getting uh, out of this? You tell me. You're the one who's been indulging this for a while now. <laughs> so, so clearly there's a point, my, you know? Like, you're, right, of, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I think for me, like, I've only had... I've only had one boyfriend. And it was for about four years. And I've been single for about two and I haven't had like literally any sort of feelings like that for anybody. Well, you have options. So based off of, you know, the situation better than I do, I think you should pursue this, you know, why not? But to what degree, maybe you don't know yet, but like clearly you enjoy talking to him. You like flirting with him. And if you want to maintain even this, like the fact that your brother doesn't know anything is is weighing on both you and this guy. It sounds like, to yeah. a certain degree. So, like, take that out of the equation. You need to tell your brother. Are you guys still playing coy with one another, or are you like both like we like each other? No. So that's why, like, I'm totally confused because I can't read him in a way because he'll reach out more than I do, but then kind of cut the conversation short. And I feel like he's almost thinking in the sense of like, there's no point in any of this. And yeah. why would I get attached right. to somebody so who's, you here, know, here's what you need to do. You need to shoot your shot with him first. You're the guy. What's really important for you in this moment is to not act like the younger sister. You need to put yourself on his level. You know, okay. you need to be confident with your words. You need to be certain about what you want. You need to take charge here. And so that conversation to the, the crush goes something like, you're on a FaceTime with you, be like, well, can we just put it out there that we've been like crushing over each other or flirting? Like, are you, when are you going to admit to me that you're just like super obsessed with me? You say it like in a joking way, just name it, get it out there, you know, but you have to do it confidently. You can't be the little sister. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to yeah. be the boss. And you know, when yeah. you talk to this friend, because you doing that will make him feel less weird about it when you act like the little sister who's like waiting for him to take charge that's gonna like be too weird for him so you kind of have to take charge because you know he is you know best friends with your brother so mm -hmm. you have a okay. conversation with him see what he says like it's real simple if he shoots you down like whatever like you know your ego will be bruised you'll be sad you'll move on and then be like oh fuck it he lives in minnesota he's dating my brother there's a lot of like built-in excuses for your ego to like not make yourself feel so bad Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, you know, I live in Minnesota. You're your ego. Your best friends, my brother, are like we shouldn't do this. And you're like, OK. And you can fight a little bit. You be like, you know, you like me. Just like stop being such a wuss about it. And then from that point on, you just like he should tell your brother or you guys decide who tells the brother. Yeah. And you tell him now because like the brother's not going to want to feel like you went behind his back. So it's still yeah. early enough that you can just say. I think Matt's cute or whatever his fucking name is. What? And you're just like, I think he likes me too. You know, I've been flirting with him. I, I want to see where it goes. You're my brother. I love you. Personally, I think it's better if he does it to say, I've been kind of flirting with your sister. Nothing's happened, but you're my best friend and I love you. Is it cool? And then like, then you can go to your brother after you know that he's talked to him to say, I want this. Stay out of my way. You know, yeah. because yeah. he can tell him to back off, but he, can, your brother can't tell you to back off. Now you want to respect this friendship, but like, it's just a weird thing for every brother to like, you know, potentially get over. So like yeah. your brother's supposed to feel weird about this, but ultimately if he thinks his friend's a good guy and he, you know, is respectful, then he should stay out of the way, so to speak. 
Yeah. But that's kind of how I think you should handle it. But it starts with you shooting your shot first with the friend and you do it in a way that is kind of boss, like not demure. You have to be very assertive. You have to be confident in this because okay. otherwise he's going to be like, I'm uncomfortable. He doesn't want to feel like he's pursuing you, you know, like, so you really yeah. need to take charge here and, and go for what you want and see what he says. Okay. <laughs> I'll definitely do that. We'll see how that one goes. When was the last time you FaceTime date this guy? Have you ever? I no. When was the last time you communicated with him? It's been a while. Um, I'd say maybe like two weeks ago. So that's where it's kind of like not that long. I know, but it's like at this point, it's like I feel like I almost have an answer in a sense of like I don't know. He probably yeah, it, doesn't. What do you have to lose? Oh, you're right. You're right. If he rejects you, you already know the answer, and even yeah. if it's not the real answer, you can tell yourself that. Yeah. So I think you should like. <laughs> Text him right now and just be like, what are you doing tonight? Oh, God. Okay. He's just going to say nothing or something. And if he says something, and he's going to be like, something why or nothing why. And you say, mm -hmm. let's FaceTime each other tonight or this week. If, it's, if he's free, if he's not doing anything tonight, you say, let's FaceTime each other tonight. Okay. Just leave it at that. If okay. he says something and he says what this is, be like, oh, well, we should FaceTime each other sometime this week. And if he okay. says why, be like, I don't know. I just missed that face of yours. I don't, flirt with him. You've been flirting, I'm, you know, just keep no, flirting. No, I know, no, I know, no, I know. And, then, you know, make it obvious. You know what I'm saying? you got to be assertive yeah. here, right? Because you want to make it so obvious at any point he can shoot you down being like, well, I just don't think it's a good idea because of your brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Make it no, for sure. be a little aggressive. So the point where, like, if he accepts the flirt, you know you're on the same page and you're being so aggressive, not even aggressive, like, that's not even that aggressive. But, like, that will give him the opportunity to say, oh, I don't know, like, you're my buddy's sister, you know, whatever. But I think you need to take charge and really go for it and not beat around the bush, so to speak. So okay. text him right now. Don't do this to me. <laughs> okay. What do you have to lose? Unless you don't want to. Much. I don't want to make you do something you don't want to do. Let me, let me just sit on it for a little bit. Okay. Check it out. And then, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I probably will, knowing me. I'm pretty impulsive, but so I don't you know text him Whenever you get the guts, you text him. What are you doing tonight? That's it. Okay. Real vague. Okay. He'll be like, what is she here? You know, what, why is she asking me what I'm doing tonight? <laughs> okay. Okay. Good idea. If he Thank just you. says why, just say, I think we should FaceTime. Okay. And if he says, uh, I miss your face, I think we should FaceTime. Okay. I'm taking notes. And then go from there. And if he says, I'm busy tonight, say, I think we should FaceTime this week. I miss your face. I think we should FaceTime this week. And then when you FaceTime, ideally, you get on a FaceTime and you just say it. Like, can we just stop pretending that like we haven't been flirting? And what I want to do is I want to keep flirting with you and I want to do it guilt free. So if you feel the same way, I think you should do something about it. Okay. That's good. That's a good idea. I like the way you said that. You know, and then go from there. Okay. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. I will. I definitely will. All right. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Of course. You too. Bye-bye. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name is Dana and I'm 32. How can I help, Dana? Um, so my story is um, I had like a really close friend, like a best friend up, in, uh, up until a few months ago. And um, we just stopped being friends. Um, and I'm not sure 
if I should reach out and try to mend that relationship or I should just try to move on from it. And I was just looking for advice on how to do that because I feel like I didn't really talk about it much with the people in my life, like my friends or my family, um, because I'm kind of embarrassed that we're not in contact anymore. Like everyone in my life knows her. Um, We've known each other since I was um, 12. And uh, we've been in each other's lives, like me and um, her family, and she's with my family. Um, she's been in my like my sister's weddings. We've we've been really close, and okay. the past few years have been, I guess, kind of tough <laughs> for uh, our relationship. And yeah, and a few months ago, it's just we really like didn't have any contact in the last three months, and I'm just not sure if I should try to mend that relationship and try to be friends again, if that's even like good for, for each of like either of us. Um, why, or, I mean, why would it be bad? I mean, did something happen? I guess my question is why do you feel like there things have fallen apart between you two? I, I feel like maybe um, she was like kind of over our friendship for a while. And when I stopped like chasing it, it just, you know, fizzled away uh, because I wasn't maintaining it anymore. And so it just stopped being something. As long as I was maintaining it, we had a friendship. But when I, um, I guess I kind of uh, evolved, like I, I guess uh, about a year, a year and a half ago, I, I, made changes in my life and um and I guess I I became a different version of myself I I think a better version of myself but okay yeah well that that was my next question so you've made some changes and you like those changes yeah and I I feel like maybe she didn't maybe we just grew apart from it and that's why um I stopped maintaining that relationship as much as I used to and that's why we kind of fell apart between us. Minus you feeling like you were the one who was driving the friendship through your efforts. And then when you did hear from her, like do you still think she's a good person and adds value to your life when you guys are hanging out, right? Yeah. I mean, I think she's a great person. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm like not mad at her or have like negative feelings towards her. I guess I was, for a while, I was disappointed because I felt like, like you don't miss me, like you don't care, you know what happens in my life. Or, um, but I, I, I don't think she's a bad person. I think maybe yeah. it wasn't out for her. Like when I got more confident in my life, I made changes. I, I. Um, evolved in, in, in like other aspects of my life, started dating someone and, and I became like maybe more busy and, and didn't really was like as desperate air quotes uh, for her attention. Maybe it was like her way, like out being like, okay, so it's going to fizzle out and you're just gonna, not going to be friends anymore. But it, it does bug me. Like I, it's been a while yeah. 
and I'm not feeling great about it. I I just I guess I thought What do you maybe, have to lose to reach out, you know? I guess is my response. Why not reach out? Yeah, why what do you have to lose? I guess I'm like scared that sure, her, that's fair. like her response will be like like why are you reaching out obviously i don't want anything to do with you i mean it's i'm saying the extreme but like i feel like well there you go that, gave me that all is the, the sign ex- yeah of like not <laughs> that is, yeah but you're right though that is the extreme yeah but also something to consider is like she's not in your life right now you're not talking and right now the most logical explanation you can come up with is that she stopped wanting to be your friend a while ago and out of courtesy, just kept hanging out with you. And once you stopped, she stopped. Like, that's not great. And that's already what you think. So how much worse could her just being like, yeah, you know, I'm good, (laughs) really be? Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess I I don't know if she'll be honest about it. I mean, maybe she just wouldn't want to, like, hurt my feelings. Well, that's the thing. Most likely, if she doesn't want to be your friend, she'll just, like, avoid you with pleasantries. Right. You know? So, yeah, I think you should reach out via, you know, if you want to go real casual via text or whatever and to say, hey, I was thinking about you. I miss you. I would love to catch up sometime. See what she says that. Now, granted, that's still you putting in the effort. And if she's like, oh, my God, I miss you, too. I was thinking about you, too. I would love that. If she says, I would love that, then you say, well, how about next week? Or you like, plan a date with her, you know, plan on getting together. If she takes time to reply and is like, oh my God, how are you? Like, yeah, that sounds good. We should sometime, you know, like you'll tell if someone's just like not super. Yeah, blowing you off. Not even blowing you off, but like, yeah, just not as excited as you are. Then at least you can have your answer. At least you know you tried. Right. And at that point, if you feel like she's not wanting to get together with you, you can either decide to accept that. I, I've done that, you know? Like sometimes it's just more like I've had like platonic girlfriends where like just kind of faded. And I was like, you know, I kind of miss our friendship, but like whatever. Like maybe without me like asking if like they deep down they wanted more than the platonic friendship i i just put it out there that i you know love to get together with some sometime them sometime and if they didn't like follow through then i just kind of left it be right you know this is a little different you've been friends with this person for so long so like if you decided that you wanted to just say hey for what it's worth like i miss our friendship and if you're interested like i'd love to like have both of us like reinvest in that friendship then i think you'd be justified in saying that but i also think it would be fine to just maybe let it go but like i definitely think it's worth reaching out just to send a simple text hey was thinking about you would love to get together it's been too long let's catch up right and see just what to she make says. sure just to make sure like I, I wasn't yeah, giving up says. on it. Hopefully she responds. She says, oh my God, yeah, I miss you too. We definitely should. And then you say, let's get together. And then when you get together, you know, try to have fun. But at some point in the hangout, you say, you know, I really did miss you. And like, I just, you know, we've definitely have grown apart a little bit. And, you know, maybe we're just busy, but is it anything I've done? And have one of those like heart to hearts, you know? If yeah. it's a friendship worth having, you guys should need to, friendships sometimes need to like air their grievances and frustrations. And my guess is most likely it's not the extremes. Maybe she has her own like thoughts and insecurities. Maybe she has a bit of frustration with you. And mo- or most likely it's just like maybe she made some other friends that made her feel better. Not that you made her feel bad, but like sometimes we meet friends that like validate the ways we want to be validated. Right. And she's just prioritizing that right now. It's not necessarily against you. It's just more 
It's actually one of my concerns for reaching out was that I was concerned that if we got together and just like you suggested now, she would, you know, tell me things I don't want to hear. Like maybe I hurt her or did something or like I can't think of something that I did wrong. But if you did, don't you want the opportunity to A, know what it is and B, then apologize? Yeah, I guess I guess I do. Right. I would want to know if someone was mad at me for something, especially if I hadn't, you know, you've heard of like the simplest explanation is often the right one. So you're being paranoid, you're getting in your head and maybe, maybe you did something, I don't know, but most likely it just kind of faded away, you know? Yeah. And that happens all the time with friends. It says, it's not that you did anything to make her mad. It's just that she might be enjoying someone else's company more than yours. Yeah. And maybe it is because like you, made some changes in your life and you know you got a boyfriend or you started prioritizing other people and maybe it was like one of those things she was insecure and felt like you were distancing yourself from her so she literally could be on the other side of this feeling the exact same way as you maybe not i don't know but literally all things are on the table and those are far more likely than you not remembering something that you did to her that made right. her like really mad at you that she like wants to exile. But even if that is true, wouldn't you want to know? So you can either say, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't realize I'm sorry, or maybe I'm remembering it differently, but I, I, yeah. I, I, I that didn't happen, you know, or et cetera, et cetera. I, I was sure what would like the opportunity to apologize if I, you know, sure. heard her in any way. Like, as I said, like she, she, she was one of my, my, my closest friends. I wouldn't want to. So, yeah, just tell her that. I mean, these are, to me, these are all better than the scenarios of you just guessing right. why you're not in each other's lives. Because that's the thing. You're not in each other's lives now. Right. We're not. So what do you have to lose other than like maybe like a tough conversation or saying, saying something to her that maybe hurts your feelings that it isn't true or doesn't feel fair. But you're already assuming all these already. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So I would just hit her up via text, tell her you miss her, tell her you'd love to catch up, go from there, see what she says. And then if you do get together, just put it all on the table. Yeah, and, you know, sounds like her, a plan. <laughs> I, I miss our friendship. I miss you. And like, it's, if you've been busy, that's fine. But I just know that I would love to reinvest in this friendship. And that happens all the time with friends. Sometimes there's some distance and you get back together and you're better than ever before. Or maybe you don't start hanging out again. But it's not that uncommon for friends to have these kind of ebbs and flows. Great. <laughs> thank all you right. so much for your advice. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge I appreciate, fan. Uh, yeah, thank you. Let us know how it goes. I, uh, I, I will. I'll send you guys an update. Uh, hopefully my it, it goes is, well. Well, my guess is, I don't know how it's going to go, but my guess is it's going to be better than you feel now and you'll have clarity. My guess is you'll either have rekindled the friendship or you'll say, yeah, I reached out and honestly, it just seems like she's on a different path and so am I and I'm sad about it, but at least I know I didn't like do anything. Right. You know, it's just... Because it's like closure, just, I guess. Just, like, I'll decide. Yeah, you're just... No. Yeah, my guess is either you'll rekindle the friendship or just accept the fact that you guys have just grown apart. Right. And it's no one's fault. Right. All right. Well, fingers crossed it right. goes well. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it'll go it'll be better than the this of you just wondering. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. Thank you so much. My pleasure. All right, thank you. 
Thanks for Have having me. Have a good rest of your day. All right. Yeah, bye-bye. you too. Bye-bye. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? Good. What's your name? Um, Rory. Hi, Rory. How old are you? I'm 26. How can I help? Um, so I have been seeing the same guy for about a year and a half now. Um, he's 29, just for some context. Um, and to kind of give you some background information about our relationship in quotes, um, we've been pretty much consistent friends with benefits. Um, with the understanding that this was like a monogamous kind of situation, I was very adamant that I didn't I wasn't planning on being with other people and I kind of had the expectation that he wasn't either, which were terms that he happily agreed to. Um, How long has been around for again? A year and a half. And you refer to him as a friends with benefits? I I refer to him as, to other people, as just like the guy that I'm seeing. That's basically what I started saying. Um. I had met his friends probably six months into this and became like a pretty consistent part of his life. He was in like a friend group that I very quickly became a member of, um, hanging out with them every weekend. We both live in states, like states away from our families, and we don't really see our families that much. But I met his family, like his parents, his sisters and stuff like on FaceTime multiple times. Um, and we would do the standard like relationship shit all the time of like dates, sleepovers, mm-hmm. hanging out. There was a surprise party that was thrown for me on my birthday. Um, intimate conversations. He stayed with me for like almost a month after a hurricane because he didn't have a place to live. So that's been a little confusing. But I would like to think that there was a shared level of emotional intimacy despite not having a title. So I kind of rolled with the punches for a while. Um, I kind of would go back and forth between like, do I want to push for this? And also like, I feel like I'm getting everything I want right now. So like, I'm not going to cause fights over it. But when I would push for more. Are you getting everything you want right now? Like, no. But I also wasn't really wanting to pursue anything else. So I kind of like made the sacrifice at the time that I liked the dynamic enough to roll with it. Um, and I would bring it up. I mean, I mean, that's a very favorable way of saying <laughs> that you settled for something that you thought was good enough and, yes. and gave up what you really wanted rather than saying, I also decided I was happy with this current situation. I will 100% agree with that. Um, when I would start the push for the conversation of like, I want to have more the response that I would get was basically like, I care about you a lot. I'm not capable of being in a relationship, not right now, but ever again. And I was like, okay. Okay. Well, you got your answer. I was like, oh, yep, I did. And so from there, there was like, and do you know why is like, is he blaming on some sort of past girlfriend shit or he just, The level of emotional unavailability, yes, I know he has a very complicated past. Yes, I've heard the stories. Yes, I kind of know the context for a lot of it. Um, That excuse only ran so far, right? And at one point, I even was like, you know, you might change your mind down the road if you met somebody else who you felt more connected to. Um, So I kind of recently over the last couple of months have been contemplating leaving the situation, trying to find better. Like I knew that this was going to have an expiration date at some point. The reason I ultimately wrote in... Um, and I, my apologies, because it is about to get slightly heavy. 
Um, recently I did find out that my mom very unexpectedly is in late stages of metastatic cancer. Oh, um, so sorry. yeah, that's okay. Um, and that spread to her brain. So pretty much when I found out I was a wreck, um, and I called him kind of looking for support mm-hmm. and he pretty much completely emotionally shut down. It was just like, sorry, I don't know how to help you. And he used like work as an excuse for why he couldn't come over. And he was just kind of a jerk. Um, And we ended up getting into a really big fight because at that point I had so much emotional energy that I didn't want to focus on my mom. So I just decided to focus it on him instead. Um, And after about three hours, I finally got like a bare minimum of like, sorry, this is happening. I can't imagine what you're going through. Wish I could do more. Um, And I was just kind of like, this is unfortunate. And you're a little too late pretty much. Um, he customer serviced you. <laughs> you know, you know, that's like the yeah. most irritating thing about customer service when you call them up and then you're like, can you do X, Y, or Z? And they're like, sorry, we can't help you. And you're thinking, no, you can, you just don't want to. Don't want to. Yeah. I kind of didn't. I basically was just like, thanks for your BS, you know, generic response. I'm going to see myself out. And then a few days later, he texted me and was like, any updates? And I was like, hey, well, not for you. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, didn't answer, obviously. You're like, no, she's still dying. Like, <laughs> Literally what, this. What is, is that what he's asking for an update on? Uh, yes, that's what he was like. I'm like, yep, nope, same. And I'm I just so sad. Answer. She's still dying. Fuck you. Um, yes, literally that. Um, I just didn't respond. And then a few, two more days passed and he texted me again. It was like, you know, you can hate me, but I really do care about you. And I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you the other day. And I want to be now, but I don't know how, and I don't want to make it worse. And so that was kind of difficult for me because I was already dealing with so much at the time. And I'm just like, not really sure what the motive is here. And so I kind of just tried to be polite and be like, you know, I need some space to like, have the people in my life who've proven that they're going to show up for me. Yeah. Um, and it's hard for me to understand this level of like that you care so much, you know, given how you acted in the situation. Um, and then it's also just kind of a lot for you to be texting me, asking me to make amends and move past this, like at this time, given like what's already going on. Like, and so that was kind of where I left it. And then a day later, he was basically just like, okay, fine. Like, you'll never hear from me again. And I was like, that's dramatic. And then he texted me a few hours later and was like, I just don't know what to do. Like I'm in panic mode. Um, and then I just kind of like lost my mind a little bit because I was just like, you're panicking you. That's, that's wild. Cause like, you, like what am I supposed to do for you? Um, and on one hand, like, I know I'm like very not naive to the sense of emotional unavailability. And I can understand that there are things at play here that maybe don't have anything to do with me. And I can tell that there's like some remorse for the behavior. But on the other hand, I'm like, people are in control of themselves and I don't care like what your issues are. This is not acceptable. And like, you should have been here for me. Right. Um, I mean, sure. He, I mean, should have, if he wanted you in his life. Sure. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't know anything about this guy, but he either is emotionally unavailable and has some work to do 
or he is just like any other person who is using it as an excuse to like not uh, have the expectations that come with being in a committed relationship. If it's the former, that's kind of on you to just accept that he is in fact emotionally unavailable and whatever work he needs to do is going to require probably therapy in time. And regardless of what you're personally going through now, he has shown you this inability to be emotionally available, as you say, and you've gotten your answer and you have accepted less than what you want. And, and right. you know, the fact that you're going through this with your mom is so terrible and I'm so sorry. If he is, in fact, emotionally unavailable, then, you know, we, we, we kind of expected this, so to speak. I definitely with, feel like him. there was a, and I guess for me, based on like everything, the intricacies of like the time that we spent together, I guess behind closed doors, right? So not like like the time that we had spent or the conversations that we had had, I expected a little bit more. So in some ways it wasn't shocking. In some ways it was because this was such an impactful moment that yeah. he chose to turn away from. And so I guess like, I'm just like, is this grounds to just completely cut this person out of my life? Or is this such an intense thing for somebody who's emotionally unavailable that there's room for like understanding, right? Well, I don't know how to answer that question because it kind of contradicts itself. But my hair, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What do you truly believe? Do you believe that he is A, truly emotionally unavailable? Or B, do you think you and him have used this emotionally unavailable excuse to let him off the hook for not committing to you. Does that, am I making sense? A hundred percent. I've asked myself this question. I've gone back and forth about this question a lot over the last year and a half. And like, for me personally, based on the experiences that we've had together deeply, I do think that there are some underlying things, like you said, like that need to be addressed in therapy. But the problem that I've had is that people on the outside, like the mutual friends that we share and stuff have kind of been like, absolutely not. And like, run <laughs> so the thing that you're failing to grasp and i i don't mean to be hard <laughs> on you <laughs> be hard is that if he is emotionally unavailable then you're wasting your time you're yeah. not his therapist you're not his caretaker his mom in a relationship a healthy relationship yeah like you want to be each other's support system but okay. if he is in fact emotionally unavailable and he requires some like maturing and and like therapy or whatever it is that that takes time and you have to just accept that's who he is you keep using his emotional unavailability as an excuse to keep allowing him in your life which is the opposite of what you should be doing. You know, like, oh, he's emotionally available. So I guess that's why I can't date him. But I'll keep letting this emotional, unavailable person into my life and then count on them to be emotionally supportive in times of emotional distress that I have. That's what you're doing right now. And while he might have been a jerk, and I'm sorry he was this way he was when going through what right. you're going through, that is what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, like I'm you're, like, ex- well, you you're expect- like that. <laughs> you're expecting a car without wheels to drive you from point A to point B. I guess that's a really good way to. And you're just okay. like, this can't be my car because it doesn't have wheels. That's why it can't be my car. But you just keep sitting in the driver's seat, hanging around, expecting it to take you places. I guess that's true. Yeah, that's all. That's all accurate. I think hearing it that way is different. It's hard sometimes to like get hear it from other people who have weight in the situation just because 
it's there's that whole underlying concept of like, yeah, but you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But I think the way that you're phrasing it, it's like, not that it doesn't matter what goes on behind closed doors, but at the end of the day, like a car with no wheels can't, can't go where it needs to go. Right. Yeah. And some people oh. do use emotional unavailability as an excuse. It's like, I don't want a girlfriend right now. I can't. I, I'm just emotionally unavailable. And then like a month later, you find out they have a new girlfriend or boyfriend with someone they just were willing to be emotionally available with. Right. But it sounds like that doesn't seem to be the case. Only because like this has been going on for so long. And well, even you've allowed it to I'm, go along. Well, yes. But even like when we've taken breaks or whatever, like there is, there's just like been consistency where he just comes back or I get hit with these text messages of like, I just like, I don't know what to do. Like these, these, this, um, this war of the minds basically that I watch play out with him like to me basically like in his own guilt basically this was just one example of how that's kind of so manifest. yeah I, I would stop having empathy i guess for his guilt or, i do have so much but yeah you have empathy but it's like not to sound like a dick but you know it's just not my problem anymore and right now frankly, i feel like it can't be my problem because of what's going on it, it, it should never have been your problem and regardless of what's going on with your mom you know you could say like listen like you have so many great qualities about you. Obviously, this is why I've been like, you know, certainly I've have feelings for you. I, I've invested a year and a half of my life with you. But like, you need to grow up. You need to take accountability for the fact that you need to like be more attached emotionally. Because at the end of the day, if you want to be considered a friend to people or, or in people's lives, you expect so much from people to support you emotionally, but you're incapable of giving anything back. And quite honestly, that's kind of selfish, you know, and unfair to anyone, not just me, who encounters you in your life. So I've just decided I am no longer capable of giving you so much of my energy and expecting and getting nothing in return. And so I'm choosing to distance myself from you. And quite frankly, I'm saying this is a friend, like, you know, I don't know if that bothers you or not, but like, if it does, then do something about it. You know, like, does he have a job? Yeah. Does he pay rent? Like, is he, is he, like, he's a, he's a normal function. So, like, person he, he can hold himself accountable for, like, you know, taking the proper steps to, like, learn how to deal with whatever he's had to deal with. Yeah. You know, like, at some point, people have to stop blaming their problems on the, something that happened and just be willing to do something about it. It's like, yes, okay. That whatever happened to you, I'm sorry, that sucks. And you're acknowledging that it's affecting you in this this way, but that's not an excuse for you to like negatively impact the people around you. And you are negatively impacting the people around you. So you either need to do something about it or not. But either way, I'm going to remove myself from your sphere because like quite honestly, you're damaging the people around you because you're so needy of other people's emotions and you're so unwilling to give it back. Right. There is definitely like a need for that to be here, to have that kind of like consistency yeah. from somebody and an unwillingness and to you, return. You need to stop getting a sense of pride or validation from being the person he needs when he needs them. Oof. <laughs> it's so loud on this bus right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not something you should think of as a badge of honor. You should, it should make you mad, you know. I think this is probably the first time that it ever did make me mad Yeah. where I was just so like, how could you not step outside yourself for five seconds to understand the severity of what's playing out in front of you? Um, and at yeah. that point I was just pissed basically. Um, but yeah. yeah. But I, I imagine if you went back and, and thought of 
other scenarios that weren't so obviously dire and, and, and sad, you know, you were constantly giving him your energy and he was just giving you his dick, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which I don't know how good of a dick it is, but like, you know, over time. All dicks can be replaced. Absolutely. (laughs) Minus what you're going through, obviously with your mom, I think you definitely have to hold yourself accountable for the role you played in, in allowing this to happen. And for sure i've definitely your, been trying to focus on that you don't need more. to beat yourself up over it but like and use that analogy it's kind of insanity when you think of it that way his lack of emotional availability is not reason to give him more chances and more time it's it's what should stop you from investing any more energy in him at all and just accept him for who he is I'm just an energy sucker See, at least energy sucker sounds better than just piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's not a piece of shit. No, he's not. A piece I don't feel that he's like, I think a lot of people, even like his friends are just like, he's being a piece of shit. Just like walk away. And I'm like, I don't yeah, feel I mean, like he's a piece of sure. shit. He is definitely an energy they're, sucker. They're though. saying that to you because they've watched you invest all this time. They're trying to wake you up as much as, you know, like it's probably, they're probably saying it to you because they see you hurting over this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. And they can just call him a piece of shit because like he, you know, in that moment he was a piece of shit. But as a human being, he's probably not, a, he's not a horrible person. He's just selfish and needy and and incapable apparently for thinking about anyone else but his emotional needs. And that's not going to change overnight. It's going to acquire like maybe a little bit of a rock bottom moment and like therapy or whatever it is. But his friends are saying it to you to get you to wake up. They're right. not saying it to to you to like talk shit about their friend. No, of course not. You know? And like that was always clear. Like we are equally on the friend totem pole. Like yeah. I've gotten into a place now where it's like it is pretty equal. Yeah. At first I was the new girl and now I'm the girl. So. He, he <laughs> acted like a piece of shit. But what he is is an emotional energy sucker. Oh, I love this new you. term. This is great. This yeah. is so great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what you need you know, to do. I really appreciate you talking this through with me. I told all of my friends were like, maybe when Nick tells you, you're going to wake up and maybe start listening a little bit more. Um, and you know, you've, you've phrased it in a great way. You've, you've given me a really great argument for this, for leaving. So I appreciate all right. it. Well, when he keeps fighting for you right now, in the meantime, you just say, I can't right now. And if you care about me, I think you would just leave me alone because I need to focus on my family and my mom. Yeah. Definitely. And if you want to bother by saying you are not his parent or his emotional like compass, you're not his therapist. So he doesn't need to hear any of this from you. You know what I'm saying? You're not, it's not your job to save him. I always struggle with that. I always feel like I have to have the last word. (laughs) And if you really think that he really needs a lot of work to do, even if he started therapy tomorrow, it's just not happening overnight. So you really need to let him go and let him lose you and like have some real distance and like deal with this a year and a half goes by. And if he pops back into your life, truly a, a, a new person who can come to you like someone like literally coming to you who's like going through AAA saying like, you know what, I've hurt you, I've wronged you, I'm here to make amends, et cetera. Like kind of some version of that, truly. You right. know? Like then, and only then can you even consider the possibility that he's emotionally mature enough in a, in a place in his life where he 
can give you the emotional support that you require to be in a relationship or any type of relationship, situationship, fuck buddy, whatever. Right. So well, stop stop accepting less than than what you know you want. You know? This is really yeah, this this was a new level of 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 lowering the acceptance bar because at this point it's what 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 am I accepting? Like you know what I mean? That yeah, was imagine you like sitting in a car with no wheels, being like, Why aren't we going anywhere? I'm so frustrated. We're late. I'm late for this meeting. Why aren't we going? That's you right now. That and that, like, you know, just and I'm saying this with love is crazy. It is. You know? Imagine you're like you're on the street, you're parked, you know, and you're just in a car. There's no wheels, and you're losing your shit in the car, being like, "I'm late for my meeting." People be walking past you, being like, "What the fuck is going on with this chick?" You know, <laughs> and that's that's what's going on with you. Oof! No time machines, no getting time back, only moving forward, right? And there you go, getting better out of my focus time. on okay. your mom. These yeah. are these are valuable times you have with your mom and give her all your emotion and all your love. Give to her and stop wasting it on this guy. Okay. This was good. This was great. Thank you very much for all your right. time. All right. Take care. I'm sorry. Yeah, you again. too. Yeah. It's okay. Thank you for your kind words. I appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send in those questions at asknick at castme.com, cast with a K. We're here on Wednesday breaking down Bachelor in Paradise, going deeper on Thursday. Surprise guests, you know, you're going to love them. And uh, don't forget, vilefiles.com to order. Don't text your ex. <laughs> <laughs>